0: This is the English 2.0 podcast. Communicate globally. Raise your level. Speak English naturally. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the English 2.0 podcast. My name is Al. Coming to you today uh, from inside, uh, it's getting a bit uh, cold here in Yokohama, Japan, so yeah, I thought I would uh, stay warm inside today, so I hope you are staying warm wherever you are. Well, thank you for watching today. Um, In today's main topic, I'm going to discuss a question and actually ask you all a question uh, to kind of challenge our, you know, kind of standard way of thinking. And the question I'm going to ask is, are dictionaries helpful or harmful? So think about that one for a little bit. All right, in today's main topic, let's discuss the question, Are language dictionaries helpful or harmful? Alright, now the reason I wanted to discuss this question is because I'm a true believer in that I believe we have to keep challenging ourselves uh, in order to really improve. We've got to keep our minds open to new ideas and we've got to challenge our assumptions on certain topics, certain ideas. Now an assumption is a commonly held belief or thought perhaps that has not been tested or we have not um, you know, discovered if it is actually true or not. And so that's you know, what I want to do today because I think we, uh, most of us feel that you know, language dictionaries are indeed very helpful. Okay well let's, let's discuss um, the two sides, helpful and harmful. So, before we get into that, we must remember that a language dictionary is a tool, similar to a hammer or a violin, so which can be used for good or for bad, depending on how you use it. So, for example, a hammer can be used to uh, build a house, or it can be used to smash a window. A violin can be used to play beautiful music, or it can be used to create terrible sounds. It depends on who is using it, right? And how you're using it. Okay. Now, in order to use those tools properly and for good, to be helpful, we've got to know how to use them, right? Okay. It seems logical to me. And so, a language dictionary is the same thing. So, actually, this is the second time I'm recording this uh, segment uh, the first time I recorded it, I realized maybe I was a bit too uh, strong against uh, language dictionaries. I had a discussion with someone since then, and they kind of changed my, my view a little bit. So I'm re recording this uh, segment. So let's talk about how language dictionaries are helpful. Uh, so, the first thing we need to remember is that most dictionaries uh, are written to help us understand. So, I believe it's, they're very helpful to go from the other language into our native language. Okay, so for example, if you are a native Japanese speaker uh, and you, you hear an English word or phrase, when you translate that from English to Japanese to your native language, you're going to get uh, the meaning, you're going to understand what that is. I think in that sense, uh, language dictionaries are very helpful. Okay, now going the other way, yeah, sometimes the the translation is not going to be very good because, again, it's to help understand, not really to help communicate uh, in natural language. Okay, so sometimes it'll be uh, good, sometimes the translation will not be so good. Um, Or in the sense that a native speaker would speak. For example, a quick example is... Um, In Japanese, the word mendokusai. Now, if you look that up in the dictionary, uh, if you translate that, most of the time you're going to see the first listing is troublesome. Which, of course, is perfect English, no problem. But would native speakers use that in the same way? Probably not. Okay, Probably would say, it's a pain or it's a hassle. So, in other words, in the you know, the Japanese uh, way of speaking would be used as an adjective. However, native speakers would tend to express that same idea as a noun. Okay, and a dictionary cannot help you with that. Okay, so that's how uh, a language dictionary can be very helpful. Okay, use it to understand. Now, if you need to, of course, if you need to use it to produce. Uh, the second language, English in this case, yeah, of course, you can use it. Don't be afraid. I'm not suggesting to not use uh, your dictionary. Of course, if you are in a situation where you need to uh, communicate successfully, yeah, of course, go ahead and, and use it. Now, here's how a dictionary is harmful. Okay, So, in my opinion, it becomes harmful when we depend on it. Okay, so, I think as, you know, students of English and going for the next level of English, again, we're talking about English 2.0, I think we want to be able to communicate successfully, we want to speak more fluently without the help of a dictionary. Okay, that, of course, is, I think, the goal for most people. And so, if you become too dependent on using a dictionary every time, you don't know how to say something i think that creates a very bad habit for the future okay, so that's how i think a dictionary can be harmful we don't want to create this dependency now how can we get over this okay let's talk about an action step here if we have time to practice this okay which means you're not in a critical perform situation as i call it okay you don't need to this is not a uh, life or death matter, okay, so if you have ch- a chance to practice with someone, someone who is patiently listening to you, go ahead and try to explain your idea in simpler words, okay? use simpler terms, okay, or give examples, okay? so if you can't think of a good way to express that idea in English, okay, it's best to give some examples, okay? So what is Mendoksa? For example, um, you know, waking up uh, early in the morning to take out the garbage, okay? Or um, going to the post office to mail a letter. Okay? Everybody knows what those activities are. We can relate to that. Also, we don't want to do them necessarily. Okay? So we don't need the exact term to express the idea of men You can give examples of, you know, some of those activities, what they are. Okay. Then, when you go, when you have a chance, you can uh, check out your dictionary, ask your teacher how to express it more uh, smoothly or or more simply. All right. So. The bottom line is uh, dictionaries language dictionaries are of course are very helpful, so please continue to use them. But just remember that we don't want to depend on them uh, for every little uh, word that we don't know. We want to try to express ourselves with the words we already have. okay, so give that a try. I know you can do it, and uh, good luck. All right, well, we've come to the end of today's episode. Thank you for uh, sticking with us through to the end. And I do appreciate it. And um, also, I just have a favor to ask all of you watching. Again, I appreciate all of the the downloads and support that you've given me. Um, One little favor, if you wouldn't mind just spending two minutes of your day and um, going into iTunes and leaving your comments and a rating, and let's you know, let's spread the English 2.0 message uh, even further. So, if you want to help me do that, please um, leave some comments and leave uh, a rating. Again, it doesn't have to be in English; in your own language, that's fine. I appreciate whatever you have to say, good or bad. So, please, uh, whatever you have to say, I'd love to hear uh, from you. Thank you again for watching today. Again, for free tips every day, uh, follow me on Twitter, at Elsense.